Hello again, it's me, Craig. I'm back again, and hopefully I'm not going to have forgotten everything I was going to say today, because if you listened to 221 yesterday, you'll have realised that I randomly forgot my outro, and I randomly forgot everything that I was talking about. So, yes, today we are still talking about content. Yesterday I spoke about content, and today... Actually, yesterday I spoke about free content and the most effective tactic you can use to make money online and also market yourself more effectively. If you want to listen to that, listen to yesterday's episode. And today I'm flipping it up. I'm talking about could you sell your content instead of giving it away? So the most popular marketing tactic at the minute, and this is something I discussed yesterday, is giving away free content and giving away huge amounts of free content, not just a little bit, not just a teaser, but everything you know, giving away secrets and industry tips and just everything and giving it all away for free. And then eventually further down the line, you either wait for them to come to you to buy one of your courses or one of your products or or one of your services that you may offer, or you go to them with an offer that they can't refuse because you've given them so much free stuff that the rules of reciprocation kick in, that they feel like they've got so much value from you, they want to buy something from you now. So whatever way it works, it ends up making you money. And today, I want to talk about flipping that on the head. I want to talk about selling your content instead of giving it away. This isn't, well, This is a popular tactic, but it's not one that's spoke about as much. You'll not find many marketing people telling you to do this because the reason that marketing people tell you to give away your content is because it creates a good email list. By giving away all your content for free, you get a vast audience of people who are interested in what you've got to say. When you start charging for that content, that audience and that potential audience instantly decreases. And because a marketer wants you to make as big of an email list as possible and wants you to be as successful as possible to make them look good, they won't usually suggest charging for your content. So this, you'll have seen this in the past when the New York Times put a paywall up on their website, they got less subscribers. They've still got, I think it's 700,000 subscribers now, so don't feel too sorry for them. They've got 700,000 subscribers a couple of years later, but when they first did it, when they first put the paywall up so you couldn't access their website content for free anymore, there was uproar about the idea. It was crazy. No one could believe it. And then that led to a couple of other news news organizations doing the same. And I don't think New York Times was the first person to do it, but that's the case study that sticks in my mind. So that's what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about doing a similar thing. What about putting a paywall up between your content and the person, the end user, the end reader, the end watcher, whatever it is. So if your content is really special or it's super helpful and you can't get that content from anywhere else, you might be able to sell it. And I'm going to give a caveat to that as well, actually, because even if your content isn't super special, but it's content that not everybody knows, you still may be able to sell it and sell it for a smaller amount of money. So you may be able to sell a PDF or an ebook or something like that for $7 or £7, or you may be able to sell it for $20 or something reasonable, a reasonable amount of money. You may struggle to sell an ebook for $2,000. That might be quite difficult to do because that's a lot of money for an ebook and Kindle doesn't sell ebooks for that much either. So it, it may be difficult to 
you know, sell an ebook for that much money. But there's lots of other ways you can sell your stuff as well. And I'm not just talking about ebooks. If you've got a particular kind of knowledge, say you're a health and safety inspector, or you give regular talks, or you give regular workshops, or something like that, you've got potential there to turn these into video courses. And this is something that a lot of small businesses particularly are not exploiting. They're not exploiting it because they think it's too difficult to do. Because a lot of small businesses are scared of the internet and they're scared of people nicking the content and they're scared of the competitors seeing their ideas and and all that usual stuff. So people don't tend to do this kind of thing. So if you're a small business with rich content, if you're an information business, for example, and we're an information business, Genius Genius Division is an information business. We're a, um, a branding and digital agency. So we sell our information for money. We usually make websites out of it or branding projects or whatever it is, but we sell our information. So if you are similar to that, There's potential for you to sell your information as well in a similar kind of way. You could sell it as a video course, for example. And don't be too scared by these ideas because it's not as hard as you think to sell a video course. There's tons of free WordPress plugins out there and there's tons of online services where all you've got to do is upload a video and... A good example is one called Kajabi. It's a little bit expensive, but I I think it's about starts at $100 or $200 a month. So it's a little bit expensive, but if you've got a high value course, if you think you're going to be able to sell your course for a lot of money, that's money well invested. But yes, I'm, so I'm not just talking about eBooks. I'm talking about other things, any kind of information you've got, you may be able to sell it. And there's other ways to do it as well. You can guest blog for other websites and publications, particularly if it's a newspaper or a printed magazine or a huge website, they may pay you to guest blog or do a guest article on their website. And then the other ways to do it as well is setting up a subscription website. So that's kind of the thing that I just spoke about before. If you had some kind of videos that you wanted to put out there or some kind of course or some kind of home study course, you could potentially turn that into a subscription site that people could subscribe to and pay you a monthly fee to gain access. And then Also, you could sell access to your articles or you could sell access to your research. So if you're some kind of business that has a lot of research or a lot of knowledge, like I just mentioned, you could potentially sell access to all those kind of things. There's there's always insider industry knowledge that is too good to be given away and it has a certain amount of value and you've got to be brave enough to sell it. And it's actually really easy to sell a lot of these info products. And it's something I'm exploring right now because it's easy when you're doing a bigger sale. So if you're a service business, if, if you sell websites, for example, like we do, or if you're, if you're a health and safety inspector, like I said, they're going to be paying a lot of money up front for your services. So when they're paying a lot of money up front, say £3,000 or £5,000, it's easy to sell them something small. It's easy to sell them a monthly subscription to something, or it's easy to sell them a one-off bump-up fee, an upsell, something small that's gonna, that they're going to find useful for years. It's easy to sell that kind of stuff. And that's why it may be a good idea to sell your content instead of giving it away. If you know things that other people don't, or even if you know things that some people don't know, but they'd like to know it, and you don't know anybody else selling it, Or to be honest, even if somebody else is selling it, you still might be able to sell it. I suggest you just give it a try. Have a think tonight. Have a think about your industry and your job and the knowledge that you've got 
Who doesn't have that knowledge? Is it graduates coming into the job that doesn't have that knowledge? Is it people who you sell your products to that doesn't have that knowledge who you think it'd, it'd benefit them to know the knowledge that you know? Could you repackage it in a really simple, jargon-free way to help your service and also help your clients and and make everybody understand everything just a little bit easier. There's lots of ways to do it. And I just wanted to talk about that today because selling your content, especially for small businesses, is something a lot of people don't think about. That was episode 222, and you can find out the show notes at askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP222. I'm back tomorrow with another episode of AADA, and I hope you join me then. And thank you so much for listening, and I didn't forget the end of my episode today. I'll see you tomorrow.